سورت الطلاق الطلاق divorce literally freedom from bondage from being tied طلاق is to untie a knot and let loose عقد is marriage marriage is the tying of the knot the coming together of a man and a woman in Allah's name making each other halal how by making Allah a witness and taking upon themselves obligations and duties towards one another this is nikah this is aqd and talaq is to untie that knot to end that bondage to end that relationship to terminate it so aqd marriage and talaq divorce now marriage as we discussed earlier is a very unique bond it's a very unique relationship it's a unique relationship because it's a very intimate relationship a relationship of closeness and allah describes this closeness in the quran through the example of libas your libas is close to you your libas covers you your libas is a source of comfort for you it's a source of protection for you you feel secure in your clothing without it you feel exposed and vulnerable this is the role of marriage this is the role of a husband and wife in each other's lives but sometimes what happens is that one is unable to enjoy intimacy in their marriage and by intimacy i don't mean physical relationship i mean a bondage a bond of friendship and love and closeness of trust sometimes marriage for some people is empty it's empty of love it's empty of closeness it's empty of trust there is no friendship and there are such differences between husband and wife that are irreconcilable there is no way that they will figure out a solution because for the past year for the past 5 years they haven't been able to figure them out you know you all are familiar that you know a man and woman if there's some chemistry between them they get along right that's the term they use right and if there isn't then what happens what happens it's like two completely different people that are coexisting in a house that are supposed to be married that are supposed to love each other but that love is not there there's so many differences and that doesn't necessarily mean that they're bad people it just means they cannot get along and that's fine it happens it happens you get along with some people and there's some others you try so hard to get along with them but you just cannot you say one thing they understand something else they say something you misunderstand it their way of showing love annoys you your way of showing love annoys them constant miscommunication misunderstanding this is something that happens in marriages sometimes it is true now where marriage is not fulfilling its purpose anymore and it becomes a source of constant distress for a person then allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made a way out 
for his servants. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, out of his mercy, has legislated a beautiful way of ending marriage where it is necessary. A person is not obligated to remain in this relationship if this relationship is not fulfilling its purpose. What is that way of ending that relationship? It is talaq. Remember, talaq is not a sin. Divorce is not a sin. It is a part of our religion. This surah, talaq, is dedicated to the topic of divorce. In Surah Al-Baqarah, there are many verses that talk about divorce. The entire process of talaq is mentioned in the Qur'an repeatedly. Different issues related to divorce are mentioned in the Qur'an. So divorce is not a sin. So let's stop treating people who have gone through divorce as if they have committed a major sin. They have actually obeyed Allah. Talaq can also be ibadah. What is ibadah? What is an act of worship? An action that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala likes. So if a person goes through the process of divorce in the way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prescribed, they're not committing a sin. They're not. Unfortunately, there's so much negative talk about divorce. I'm not saying that divorce should be normalized and you know, on every little thing people should consider divorce. No. Marriage is beautiful, it is sacred, and it requires commitment, it requires a level of sacrifice, and you know, this relationship has to be worked on. But sometimes it's not possible for two people to continue in that relationship because it's not really bringing them sukoon, it's bringing them distress. So if somebody has gone through divorce or if somebody is going through divorce, let's not think of them as sinful. Let's not think of them as an outcast. There's so much stigma attached to this word. And this is incorrect. It's a part of our religion because this is a way that Allah has made for His servants. They started something. They started this relationship with the hope that it would work out. But it didn't work out. So if they're deciding to end it, let's please accept it. It's painful. Talaq is painful. It is. But so many things in life are painful. Just because it's painful, it doesn't mean that it is bad. You understand my point? And sadly, divorce has so much, you know, negative things attached to it because we have all heard horrible divorce stories. Right? Horrible, horrible divorce stories. That we think that if somebody is going through divorce or they have gone through divorce, then either they have experienced trauma or they have caused trauma to others. And that's not always the case. Nor should it be. We see that Zayd radiallahu anhu, he was married to Zainab radiallahu anha. Isn't it? Who are these two people? Who were these two people? People who had embraced Islam very early. People who were very close to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. But could their marriage work out? It didn't. Did they try? Yes, they did. Did they have to end it? Yes, they had to end it. And in the Quran, in Surah Al-Ahzab, we learned about that. Right? So, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created this way out. So remember that talaq is not evil. It should not be done in a horrible way. It should be done in the way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taught. 
We learned that once a man came to Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu and he had some fear concerning his marriage and Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu taught him a dua. What was that dua? That when your wife comes, then make this dua. That Allahumma barik li fi ahli wa barik lahum fiya. That O oh Allah, bless my wife for me and bless me for my wife. Allahumma jma' baynana ma jama'ta bi khayrin. That O oh Allah, join us together for as long as you keep us together in goodness. As long as we stay together, keep us together in goodness. وَفَرِّقْ بَيْنَنَا إِذَا فَرَّقْتَ إِلَى And when you separate us, then separate us towards goodness. And this separation is not just referring to the death of one of them. It can also include divorce. So this means that divorce is a part of our religion. It is a necessary option for some people. And if it's done in the right way, it could be an ibadah. Divorce is not evil. It's not a sin. Yes, Iblis wants that to end marriages. He wants that because marriage can be a source of sukun, And he doesn't want good for people at all. Shaitan loves to hurt us. And divorce is very hurtful. It's very painful. It can be very painful. So this is what shaitan wants for us. But it doesn't have to be evil. It doesn't have to be evil. So this surah, Surah Al-Talaq, it was revealed after Surah Al-Baqarah. In Surah Al-Baqarah, we have learned the rules of talaq. At-talaq marratan. Right? And the different types of women who are divorced, mutallaqat, right? Where marriage is consummated, marriage is not consummated. If a woman is pregnant... So on and so forth. Now, in this surah, further matters concerning divorce are clarified. Alright? Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Ya ayyuhan nabiyu. O Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ida when, talaktum, you all give divorce. An nisa'a to the women. O Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when you all give divorce, you all. The Prophet ﷺ is being addressed. Why is it said talaqtum? Because talaqtum, tum, the plural, this includes the believers. Alright? However, the command is given, how? By addressing the Prophet ﷺ. It's given through him, beginning by addressing him. Which means that it would be correct for the Prophet ﷺ to divorce his wife if there was a need. You understand? And it would also be correct for the believers to divorce their wives if the circumstances necessitate. So if it is okay for the Prophet ﷺ, then it is okay for who? For the ummah. So then is divorce evil? Is it evil? It's not evil. So next time you find out somebody is going through divorce or somebody is divorced, please don't think they're a horrible person. Don't think they're a bad person. Even if we say things like this, oh, it's okay, no problem. But we feel that. In our culture, in our community, we think very negatively about divorce. So anyway, over here, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives the ruling that when you do 
give the divorce. And what is meant is that when you have decided to give divorce, just like إِذَا قُمْتُمْ إِلَى الصلاة, When you stand for prayer, meaning when you have intended to perform the prayer, then perform wudu. So here, when you have intended to give divorce, then when should you give divorce? فَطَلِّقُوهُنَّ Then give divorce to them. When? لِعِدَّتِهِنَّ For their عِدَّة عِدَّة, waiting period. Meaning, give divorce at a time when their idda can begin. At a time when their idda can begin. And what is that time? That time when a man can say the words of divorce to his wife is which time? The time of tuhr. What is tuhr? Purity meaning when a woman is not menstruating. A man is not allowed to say talaq to his wife when she is menstruating. It's not allowed. So basically, if she's menstruating and he has decided he wants to give her divorce, what does he have to do? What does he have to do? Wait for her period to be over. What does this mean? He cannot give divorce in haste. And usually what happens? I'm angry. Talaq. You understand? This is what happens. It's given in haste. What does Allah say here? فَطَلِّقُوهُنَّ لِعِدَّتِهِنَّ Don't be hasty. Wait. Make sure that you can actually give divorce. It's the right time. And that time is the time of tuhr. And especially it's the time of tuhr in which there has been no mas, no sexual intercourse. Meaning if a man was intimate with his wife, right? Then he can't say to her divorce. He has to wait for her to have her period. And once her period has ended, and in that state of purity now, he hasn't had any physical relationship with her, then he can give talaq. This talaq is talaq which is masnoon, which is correct. There is another type of talaq, talaq bid'i. What is bid'i? In which there is innovation, which contradicts the sunnah. And what is talaq bid'i? The talaq which is given while a woman is menstruating, or in the state of tuhr, where there has been sexual intercourse, or it is given more than once in one sitting. This is all talaq bid'i. So Allah says, فَطَلِّقُوهُنَّ لِعِدَّتِهِنَّ Give divorce at a time when they can begin their iddah. وَأَحْصُوا And keep count of al-iddah of the waiting period. Meaning once you say talaq, then you have to Count the waiting period. Don't neglect in this regard. Be careful. And what is the waiting period? Three menstrual cycles. Right? So, ahsul idda. Count it. Why count it? Why keep count of it? So that if you intend to take back your word, right? Because in the case of talaq, rajri, revocable divorce, remember that the husband and wife can reconcile and their marriage would not be terminated as long as they reconcile within the iddah. Right? So, ahsul iddah. وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ رَبَّكُمْ And fear Allah your Lord. Fear Him regarding this matter. لَا تُخْرِجُوهُنَّ Do not expel them. Who? The woman. Remember that, as we have learned in the Qur'an, divorce is how many times? Three. Meaning maximum is three. The first two are revocable. 
In our deen, the way of divorce is that when a man says divorce to his wife, then her idda begins. How much is the idda? Three months. This is three menstrual cycles. And this is in the case of the first two divorces. Right? If it's the third time, if it's the third time, then again it's the three months and then the marriage is over. Right? But remember that in the first two times, revocable divorce, Allah says, لا تخرجوهن من بيوتهن. Do not expel them, do not turn them out from their homes, do not send them away. Meaning the idda, the woman has to spend where? Where? In the house of the husband. The husband should not say, this is the first divorce or the second divorce, and he says, you know, talaq, please leave. He can't do that. She has to stay in that house for how long? Three menstrual cycles. Why? Why? So that they will hopefully reconcile. And if they don't, if the differences are so great, and they wait for three months almost to in this manner, then what does it mean? That okay. Their relationship cannot work out, so she will leave. So, لا تخرجوهن من بيوتهن Don't expel them from their homes. ولا يخرجنا Nor should the women go. That a woman should not say, Oh, you gave me divorce? I'm done. I'm not waiting idda over here. I'm going away. ولا يخرجنا They should not go themselves. So you understand? The idda for revocable divorce must be spent where? In the house of the husband. Illa except. There is an exceptional situation. And what is that? أَن يَأْتِينَ That they come, meaning they commit, بِفَاحِشَةٍ مُبَيِّنَ A clear immorality. A blatant act of indecency. Meaning if the woman has committed a major sin, like she has committed zina. And the husband is aware of that. And based on that, he has given the divorce. He cannot tolerate that a woman who has been insincere to him and she has betrayed him that she stays in his house so in this situation okay she goes and spends her idda somewhere else إِلَّا أَن يَأْتِينَ بِفَاحِشَةٍ مُبَيِّنَةٍ وَتِلْكَ حُدُودُ اللَّهِ and that these are the limits set by Allah وَمَن يَتَعَدَّ حُدُودَ اللَّهِ and whoever transgresses the limits set by Allah فَقَدْ ظَلَمَ نَفْسَهِ then he has committed injustice against himself he hasn't wronged anyone else he has wronged who? himself Allah says, لا تدري You do not know. لعل الله Perhaps Allah, meaning hopefully Allah will يُحْدِثُ He will bring about. يُحْدِثُ حَدَالْثَ حَدَثَ Is كَوْنُ الشَّيْءِ لَمْ يَكُنْ That when something happens that didn't exist before. So, it's quite possible, you don't know, maybe Allah will bring about بَعْدَ ذَلِكَ After that, أَمْرَى a matter. After what? After divorce. Allah will bring about a different matter. What is this different matter referring to? Rujur. So basically in this ayah, what is mentioned? Give divorce at the right time? Not randomly, not in haste. Give it at the right time. And secondly, that the idda must be spent in the house of the husband. Why? Observe these two conditions. Why? لا تدري لعل الله يحدث بعد ذلك أمرا. You never know. Things may change. So, for example, if a person 
follows the first ruling, which is that give divorce at the right time. He had a big fight with his wife. He decides he's going to give divorce. But she just started her menstrual cycle. He has to wait for a whole week. At least. So what happens in the week? He was angry, now he's calm. So after the whole week, he changes his mind. Right? لَعَلَّ اللَّهَ يُحْدِثُ بَعْدَ ذَلِكَ أَمْرًا There was hate and anger. And now that hate and anger was replaced with calmness and love. In one week, things changed. You understand? The second ruling is, the idda must be observed in the house of the husband. Why? Three menstrual cycles. If the woman is in the house of the husband, and the husband, he's there. He's seeing her. Three months. Hopefully, things should get better. Isn't it? So where there was hate, hopefully, it's replaced with love. Where there was constant argumentation, hopefully, it's replaced with calmness in the house. So, what is it that we're being taught over here? That do not make such decisions in haste. Take your time. Take your time. And when you will take your time and be hopeful and be positive, then you never know. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will fix your problems for you. Things will get better. They will improve. Now, remember I mentioned to you earlier regarding the first ruling that talaq must be given at the right time. Right? And if it's not given at the right time, then it is known as talaq. Talaq bid'i. Right? Remember when it comes to talaq bid'i, it will still count as divorce. A person has done something wrong, the man has done something wrong, but it will still count as divorce. So if for example, if a man says divorce to his wife while she's menstruating, this is talaq bid'i, but it is still talaq. It will count. You understand? Likewise, if, you know, technically a person is supposed to say talaq once, right? But if he says more than once, typically what is said? Talaq, talaq, talaq. That's the words that we hear, right? Three times in one go. Or a thousand times in one go. Right? He will say things like that. So, there's two opinions concerning that. Some scholars have said that even if a person were to say talaq 50,000 times in one sitting, it will count as one divorce. Alright? And others have said that if he pronounces talaq three times in one sitting, then it is considered three divorces. Final. Irrevocable. But the stronger opinion is that it will be considered one divorce. And what's the proof of that? The proof is that once a man actually, at the time of the Prophet ﷺ, said talaq to his wife, he became angry, and he gave talaq to her while she was menstruating. Alright, so this is talaq bid'i. So the Prophet ﷺ, when he found out, he said, order him to take her back and keep her until she's clean from her period. And then to wait until she gets her next period and becomes clean again. Then if he wishes to divorce her, he can divorce her when she is clean from her period. Alright? So in this hadith we see that the Prophet ﷺ did not accept the talaq bid'i. You understand? He did not accept the talaq bid'i. He said, do it the right way. In another narration we learn that the Prophet ﷺ was informed that a person had pronounced three divorces on his wife in one sitting. He stood up in anger and said, Are the people playing with the book of Allah, although I am present among you? 
This is playing with the book of Allah. This is not acceptable. In another narration, we learned that a man pronounced divorce on his wife 1,000 times. Not that he said talaq, talaq, talaq. But he said something that meant a thousand times. So he said, Rasulullah said that by the three divorces, the woman stood separated from him. Meaning, okay, marriage has ended. Alright? And 997 pronouncements remained as acts of injustice and sin. So if Allah wants, He can punish him. And if Allah wants, He can pardon him. You understand? So he has committed a sin by saying such a statement. Now if you think about it, in this verse, one verse, such important rulings concerning divorce are given. When it comes to marriage, do people know about how to get married? Yeah? They don't know how to get married? Of course they do. Where to get the dress from, right? And how the bride and groom are going to make their entrance. And which songs are going to be played. And pre-wedding celebrations. And during the wedding, what's going to happen. And then post-wedding, what's going to happen. I mean, people know inside out. Yes, maybe they don't know about the details of nikah and mahar and all of that. But they do know about how to party and have fun. Right? But when it comes to divorce, do people know how to give divorce? Or how to go through divorce properly? Generally, they don't. This is the reason. We don't even talk about divorce. Such a taboo topic that we don't even talk about it. And Allah has revealed an entire surah explaining divorce. So that when it is necessary, it is done in the right way.